0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Do you ever wish that time would just slow down? (laughs) I know I sure do. I especially did when my kids were younger, and particularly during the holidays. On homeschooling days, I'd I'd long for a break from our daily lessons and activities, but then the holidays would arrive with their own busyness. And after all the holidays were over, I'd feel like I needed a vacation. (laughs) If you can relate, then this episode is for you. Hey there, it's Jean, and welcome to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, episode number six, all about simplicity holidays. Here in this episode, I want to share with you a few of the most helpful concepts from the book, Simplicity Parenting and how you can apply those concepts to your holiday celebrations, no matter what celebrations you're thinking of. This might include Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's or really any other time of year, even birthday celebrations. So let's talk today about how we can simplify all of the celebrations that we plan and enjoy. I have three key takeaways for you today. One, start with your values. Two, simplify your stuff. And three, simplify your days, which includes your schedule and your daily rhythm. So it's the fall of 2020 right now as I'm recording this. And I have this sense that many of us want to create some beautiful holiday plans in order to kind of make up for this crazy sometimes painful stressful unexpected year that we've had but i want to let you in on a little secret and and here's a hint you already know this but here it is beautiful holiday plans are extra simple the truth is That's the only way, right, that we can enjoy these special moments, that the special moments can stand out. They only stand out if there's space around them, right, so that we can really savor those moments and take them in. Remember, what is rare is precious. So we don't want to pack in too much, This concept of simplicity holidays comes out of the simplicity parenting movement and simplicity parenting is a book by Kim John Payne. If you haven't read it yet, I highly, highly recommend it. Kim John Payne is a parent, an educator, and a family therapist. And I just love the subtitle of the book. Here's the subtitle. Using the extraordinary power of less... To raise calmer, happier, and more secure kids. This book came out after my kids uh, were, they after they were young. So I didn't read it as a as a new parent, uh, but when I did read it, it was really the first book, parenting book that that didn't make me feel bad about myself. So if you haven't read it yet, pick up a copy of Simplicity Parenting. So here is the first tip for you in setting up simplicity holidays, and that is start with your values. So how do we get in touch with our values? Sometimes people will ask us, well, what are your main parenting values? And it just seems like such a vague, broad term. So I want to just invite you to take a little trip down memory lane with me um, and think of something that um, might be called a golden moment. A golden moment is just a a memory from your childhood that's really sweet and happy, like a snapshot in time when uh, times kind of seem to stand still. Uh, Mine Um, if I'm thinking about it right now in this moment, mine would be hikes in the woods around Thanksgiving, in the month of November. I've always lived in an area, a part of the country that has fall leaves, right, that change colors and Beautiful colors, right? Turn beautiful colors in the fall. And so just getting outside has always grounded me ever since I was a little girl and helped me kind of calm down, I think, and focus better. So hiking through the the crunchy leaves, you know, leaves underfoot, seeing beautiful leaves blowing in the wind. Uh, as they fall to the ground, all these amazing colors of, you know, bright yellow and gold and red and orange. Uh, And the breathing in just the cool fall air, um, climbing on fallen branches. I love those memories. Those are some real golden moments for me. And to this day, uh, I love going Uh, outside for a hike on every just about every holiday throughout the year with my family that's become a tradition of ours and it can be a wonderful time for kids to run and play for adults to get a chance to visit with each other and if you're in the middle of a pandemic where you are it can also be a safer time to connect with others and your loved ones outdoors rather than indoors So we can identify our values from these golden moments, right? Uh, For me, my values really include uh, connecting really strongly with the seasons, the change of seasons, uh, and spending time outdoors as a family, relaxing while Uh, moving, connecting with others. So golden moments for me almost always include these values and this type of activity. And you can do the same. Identify a golden moment from your childhood and then Think about what values you have for your family now that come out of that experience you had as a child. And it can, in those golden moments and values, can then inform how you plan your holidays and what you would like to most include in your celebrations. Okay, tip number two is simplify your stuff. (laughs) This can include, stuff can include both food and gifts when we're talking about the holidays and also just your, you know, decorations and everything in your surrounding environment. I know this can seem, uh, may sound really obvious to you, but truly there's something that uh, we, this is something we need to keep reminding ourselves of over and over again, like year after year. More is everywhere right it's so readily available these days and by more i mean anything that we can bring into our home we we can have boxes of anything delivered we can have food delivered right right to our doorstep Uh, which is a beautiful thing especially in times of a pandemic or when we're really busy raising children homeschooling our kids Um, but it also means that we can easily go overboard, right? Ordering more and more stuff, fill, filling our houses with things that require our attention. Everything that we have in our environment requires us to uh, to inventory it, clean it, put it away, make space for it. So, um it can really help to be mindful about simplifying your stuff before or as you go into a holiday season. Here's a great quote from Mother Teresa. She said, the more you have, the more occupied you'll be. The less you have, the more free you are. So I encourage you, I want to encourage you to simplify your holidays by consciously deciding this will be a year of less. I just want to invite you into that possibility. And whatever that might look like for you, fewer gifts, less, less of a food frenzy, a healthier food maybe, a simpler menu, homemade gifts... Uh, and really the best place to start with this is by having a conversation with your partner. You could even include your kids if you feel like they're, they're old enough, but it, having a conversation and just deciding what's most important to you for the upcoming holiday season, the upcoming celebration, that's the place to start. And then focus on that, on what's most important to you. Don't make the mistake of trying to make up for all of this year's disappointments by adding more and more, more stuff, more activities, just more. Um, think about also limiting decorations so that you are just choosing the ones that have special meaning to you and your family and have add a true beauty to this season, whatever it might be. And maybe even before the holidays begin, you might want to consider uh, clearing out some space to make room for your simple celebrations that are to come. The holidays also offer a really great opportunity for us to think about simplifying gifts. Remember, you can simplify gift giving by, by requesting Uh, experience gifts maybe, like, like a music or art lesson that you take with your children. Or you could give the grandparents, your kids' grandparents, lists of supplies that you need. Asking family members to make contributions to a family education fund could be an idea. Or you might consider creating new traditions that focus on giving back to the community, caring for nature, uh, giving to a contribution to an organization you believe in that's doing good work in the world. Uh, If you want ideas for for simple gifts, then uh, check out my gift guides. I've put together a collection of gift guides for moms and kids and families all around uh, simple natural living, <laughs> and you can find them at artofhomeschoolingcom guides Okay, tip number three: Simplify your days. <laughs> Consider doing less. You know, learn to say no. It's really okay because connections happen in the downtime, the unplanned, unstructured time. So it's important for us to make room for that, right? The times when everybody's just hanging out, uh, a spontaneous game might emerge or an interesting conversation, um, or you just can decide to head outside for a walk without an end time instead of trying to squeeze activities into your day in between the obligations, plan for chunks of open time where the magic can happen. I know this depends a lot on where you are right now in your parenting journey, right? Where your family is. I like I I I think of it kind of like uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Sometimes we're in a se- in seasons when there's too much going on, right? We have lots of kids and lots of extended family nearby, and just so many activities. And in that case, we want to be weary of making sure. Um, that we have enough downtime, right? But sometimes we're in a season when there's not that much going on. Our children are really little. We don't have extended family nearby or we're in the middle of a pandemic. And whichever place you find yourself in, um, just remember that your goal is to find a daily rhythm that's just right for you. So even during a break from school, right? Right. When it's the holidays, remember to um, keep some sort of daily rhythm going that's simple but feels good. Remember to keep your values in mind when you're when you're thinking this through. Those values that we identified by by your m- memory of a golden moment from your childhood, and then remember that we can't always. <laughs> can't really at all plan for or anticipate these golden moments. We can only make the space for them. So that's what we're trying to do here is to make the space for connection. Downtime can be just a huge help during the rush of the holidays, and knowing when we're overscheduled and limiting our engagements can help reduce what's called holiday soul fever, That, that overly bombarded feeling we get when it's just all too much and we're not at our best, right? Our behavior is not ideal. This can happen to children and to adults, too. This term "soul fever" is comes out of the Simplicity Parenting book, and it is something like I said that can happen at any time, but it's often the result of too much. So keep that in mind. Um, and one uh, way to Address this is to think in terms of bookending busy times with both connection to nature and unstructured time at home. Unstructured time in nature, unstructured time at home. Um, you might consider engaging kids in making homemade gifts or holiday baking. Those can be sweet ways to really simplify our schedules to reconnect as a family and cultivate both creativity, I would say, and connection with each other. When I was a young teen, my parents got divorced. And so for all of my teenage years and even into my twenties, it's hard to believe, but my sister and I would go to two Thanksgiving dinners and two Christmas dinners in one day. and really, to be honest, rather than enjoying my two different families on these holidays, I came to dread them. It was just too much, too much food, too much stimulation, too much forced fun, I would call it, adds up to no fun at all. So for this year, remember that rhythm can really help you maintain a sense of balance by continuing like just some tips, continue to wake up at the same time every day and go to sleep at the same time. Continue to say those mealtime blessings that you do already do um, and keep your chore rhythm going. By doing these, um, keeping the, the, the familiar part of the holiday season Um, We can keep our family at the center, right? Our families can know more what to expect, even when we're in holiday mode. So don't use busyness as a badge of honor. I think it has become that in our culture, but we want to be wary of that, especially during the holidays. Now, for homeschooling during the month of December. So what I've really been talking about is are those holidays that we're, when we're taking a break from school. But I just want to talk for a moment, zoom out a minute and talk for a moment about the month of December in particular or really um, here in the US at least from Thanksgiving to New Year's, right? That chunk of time, uh, it's really smart to keep your lesson plans super simple. So I remember years ago when I was first starting out homeschooling, my mentor, Barbara Dewey, advised me not to plan any main lesson blocks during the month of December. And I thought, hmm, okay, well, that's a nice idea, but that seems impossible to me because how will I ever get everything in that I need to right for our homeschooling year. So I ignored her advice <laughs> for a number of years. But every December I would have these plans, right, for a for a main lesson block or a unit of study for this month. And after about a week or so, it would just all fall apart because we were so much more focused on the holidays to come than we were on the lessons. So finally, I followed Barbara's advice. And when I planned my year, when I mapped out my whole year for our homeschool, I would just set aside the month of December for both. Uh, what i called stories and handwork right so we would choose a story a wonderful story that went with some handwork project often that we were making to give as gifts and each week we'd read the story and we'd work on our handwork projects and it was so so simple really nourishing and much more doable than trying to get lessons in when we weren't focused and it worked, right? Uh, yeah. So by the way, if you want to hear, uh, I had a conversation in an earlier episode with my mentor, Barbara, so you can go check out, uh, episode two, which, uh, you can find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode two. That would be great. Um, All right, here are the three key takeaways as we are wrapping up this this episode here. So remember these takeaways for simplicity holidays. One, start with your values. How you identify your values is often tied to a golden moment or memory from your own childhood. Two, simplify your stuff, your food, your gift giving, uh, all the things, right? And three, simplify your days, your schedule, your daily rhythm during your break from lessons. So start with your values, simplify your stuff, simplify your days. If you want to dig deeper into this subject, I have a master class called Simplicity Holidays with, created with you in mind. So you can plan holidays that actually rejuvenate you and your family. There's six simple lessons and a super fun bonus on how to plan a winter uh, spiral walk that you could do uh, for Advent or winter solstice, or even New Year's. And uh, there are two ways to get the Simplicity Holidays Masterclass. You can buy it as a standalone course, or you can get it by joining the Homeschool with Waldorf membership, where you get 20 other masterclasses, weekly coaching calls, and planning support. So you can check out all the details and figure out which option is best for you, for the Simplicity Holidays Masterclass at artofhomeschooling.com slash simplicity holidays. Thank you so much for joining me here today and all the best to you as you simplify your holidays for more creativity and connection with your family. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.